Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Laverne E. Denyer is our very special guest and uh, part of a, a, a mini series here. And, and she's absolutely terrific. If you Google, us together, you could uh, you could hear a whole bunch of great shows, uh, including last week's show. Uh, she is absolutely terrific. She is so many things. She's a Renaissance woman, and uh, she's a writer and author. Uh, she's a spiritualist. She's so many things. And if you uh, if if you look her up, Laverne E. Denyer. Denyer is like Denver with a Y instead of the V, and it's easy to get there. Zarate, how are you? I am doing well. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. No, well, same, uh, same here. I hope everyone is uh, is living their life to the to the fullest. And one of the things that you and I were just talking about off mic uh, is the the subject of we've just mentioned the subject of reincarnation. And uh, this isn't a new subject. It is something that that has uh, been talked about for thousands of years, I imagine, and studied. And uh, What can you tell us about reincarnation? <laughs> there are so many different philosophies about it. I've been, I was introduced to it and began studying about five and a half decades ago, so I've had a little bit of experience. Um, but it is whether you have more than one lifetime to live, and how you would live that lifetime. For me, it's if you come, you come back as a new personality, a new person for purposeful reasons. Some people believe you come back according to your behavior as an animal, or others believe that you come back um, in some kind of a situation that relates to how you lived your life, whether you were mean or cruel or whatever the case may be. But we come back many, many times for many different purposes. And it's all for soul growth, to get closer to the big guy upstairs. You know, one of the things that, that I heard a, a long time ago, and I may have mentioned this in some of our conversations, that I, I heard as a, as a child, and I certainly don't have any of the skill set that you have as far as, uh, you know, being in touch being uh, being that um, uh, you know close to the spirit world I don't I just don't have it I mean people some people have it some people don't have it but it, you know y you do but one of the things that I heard uh, about the soul that I that has always stuck out to me is you know those who believe that there isn't uh, that that the soul doesn't go on that it uh, that it just dies somehow I you know, they, they would have to explain why everything else in this universe comes back as something else. In other words, um, you know, the dresser I'm looking at right now, as that breaks down, that will turn into something. It'll turn into dust or sawdust or whatever. The, uh, the, the water that we're looking at is going to turn into a gas and then return into something else. And um, the ice that may be in our drink right now is going to turn into water, right? And there's uh, things are going to turn into other forms, forms of 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 matter. Let's say I, they they just don't disappear. They just don't. And and anyway, and and listening to this, someone said if you believe 
in the fact that we have a soul, which of course I do, and I think most thoughtful, you know, I, I shouldn't say that, but uh, you know, I, I would think that a lot of thoughtful people would believe that there is a soul. Why would you believe that when we die, our, our human flesh dies and our human being dies, why would the soul not turn into something else? Our body turns into something else, right? We turn into dust and well, the bones turn into something. You know, everything turns into something. Why would the soul be this unique situation and just die and just go off? And I, I thought that was a pretty good question to ask. And let me ask it to you. I don't know anyone better to ask than to, to you, uh, Laverne. But what uh, what do you say to that? I mean, why wouldn't the soul be turned into something else if everything else in this universe does or come yeah come back as that soul but in a different form exactly years ago i was speaking with somebody and he brought up he says well maybe there's an economy of souls souls aren't wasted and so we recycle them <laughs> and i thought well i'm gonna have to think about that one it, you know, in reality, it's not too far off. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? What's you know, what's wrong with that, or uh, you know, the idea of a collective soul, or 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 what what have you? But you know, right? Uh, why wouldn't the soul come into another soul, into uh, everything else? But uh, at its at its earliest appearance to you, the idea of reincarnation. What was your reaction to it? I was perplexed. Because I, I knew I had interacted with ghosts and I had interacted with a variety of beings, and it made sense to me. Yet I had to. It took about three years for me to test it every way I could possibly think of, to really have it be a root understanding in my being, and what made me start looking when I was fairly young was I would see these people in terrible war zones, great poverty, hunger. I would see young children born with such crippling and horrid diseases. And I saw so many of these horrid things happen. And I thought, God, how could you let this happen? And so that's when I started searching for answers as to why does this happen? Why are some people blissful and others are miserable in one way or another? And eventually through a process, through prayer, through contact with higher beings that I communicate with, I came to understand that they are all part of the learning cycle and we do it in different ways, in different lifetimes, all for a purpose that we set up with in consultation with our guardians and our spirit guides for a purpose. And I sometimes rail against it and say, I want to change my mind. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> but um, there really is purpose to all of it that is happening with us. And I just had to understand it, how it worked, why it worked, and why I would be involved in this and why I would be lucky enough to be in a very healthy body and a good mind compared to others that I saw. Well, if all of you can go to LavernDenier.com, that's a great starting point. 
Uh, she's the subject of a film. She's the author of, of more than 10 books and uh, you know, a tremendous amount of radio and, and writing, other kind of writing. Uh, she is absolutely terrific, and she is a spiritualist. She is someone that you should absolutely be in touch with. And if you go to Laverne Denyer, now Laverne has an E at the end of it, so LavernDenyer.com, you could read all about Zarate and start your journey there. Frank McKay here with Zarate, Laverne E. Denyer. Uh, Laverne, uh, let's uh, let's go to uh, the idea that uh, that there there are other lives that we've lived and that uh, that we've um, experienced, and the idea that some of these uh, these experiences that uh, that we may have had in our past lives. Let's let's say they become a problem, and I'm sure I'm sure there are circumstances where they are right where they have uh, people are haunted for some reason. And when I say haunted, I don't mean in the you know the boo you know type way. I'm talking about uh, they they're disturbed or they're uh, they're at unrest or maybe in dreams they come. G- give us an example of where regression therapy could uh, could come in handy and and who is a need of regression therapy and what it is. Well, it's advantageous to absolutely anybody. And it is thought of as regression therapy. I think of it myself as other life explorations because sometimes it can be in the future or it can be concurrent. There is no time or space. It could be anywhere. But there are people who don't understand why they have certain health issues and you want to go to the original causation so that you can find out where did this come from that I'm carrying with me to multiple lifetimes and how do I deal with it so I can be healthier. There are emotional links. There are relationship links. We often incarnate again with people that, with souls that we've had prior activities with. I've been with my husband many times and other people. And so it's a way to find out what's the original causation for physical, emotional. It's also a way to tap into prior skills. I worked with one woman one time that had wanted to play the piano her entire life. She was a little bit older, didn't think that she had a lot of time to trained to learn how to play the piano and so we did a session where she went in and she experienced playing the piano and she was a concert pianist and it was just beautiful we found out why she had this drive and when she came out she sat down at a piano and played a beautiful piece without even knowing what she was doing it was just automatic now that's extreme, but it really can happen that dramatically, and and also to find out, you know, what are your relationship issues? And sometimes it even goes back into the womb for a curtain lifetime, where you can find out what where you made decisions about who and what you were based on what was happening around the mother at the time of the pregnancy. And you can change some of those thought patterns. 
So there are so many different things. I've tapped into a couple of the writers in my past, other lifetimes, and they yell at me occasionally if I don't do it the way they would have, but that's too bad. I am me. I'm my personality, but I appreciate their strength and their ability. Uh, I was in another lifetime a theatrical man, and he loves to come on stage. And so keeping him sort of in the background when I go up on stage for teaching or doing big seminars, presentations, it's kind of nice to have that energy there. Let me put our question. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Laverne E. Denyer. Go to LavernDenyer.com, everyone, and uh, it's a great starting point. Uh, get the books and, uh, and read up more and get a, get a session with Laverne E. Denyer. Frank McKay here with Laverne. Let me let me ask you about folks that uh, seemingly had uh, a j- just a wonderful childhood and and a wonderful um, a group of parents and and a support group around them and uh, and almost idyllic and and I've seen situations right where there there has been folks that have been raised in the most ideal you know, leave it to beaver type, you know, uh, way where, you know, it's almost television. It's almost unbelievable uh, of how they had the experience. They were never abused in any way. They were encouraged. And and for some reason, and for some reason, uh, they battle, and they battle in their mind with, uh, with different things. And I always wondered, and I always think to ask you this, I mean, is it possible? Is it possible that they are dealing with something that could be uh, helped with regression ther- uh, therapy is uh, is that a case where if someone just doesn't know what's wrong and they and they say to themselves I should be happy I don't know why I'm not happy I've I've got everything going great here I had a great childhood I all of this for some reason it just doesn't click for me things bother me and things uh, you know and, and again I don't want to use the word haunt or overuse the word haunt but things haunt me <laughs> Uh, is is this a case where where folks could use regression therapy? It is certainly a tool, and especially since the proposition is to go to the original causation. And so, when you're I'm working with somebody, and we're going to the original causation, I don't care if it's in this lifetime, the pre-lifetime, or another lifetime. Wherever that original cause is that is creating these dissatisfied, unhappy, unhealthy responses to life, that's all that matters. And so, yes, sometimes I wind up places I had no idea I was going to wind up with with my clientele. But um, it's always been beneficial. I've had three people in roughly... A little over 3,000 regressions that I've done. Three people that could not get there. And so it's a very rare thing that someone can't get to a place to where you can get help. But it has happened. But most definitely, there is some original causation. It could be that you've been with those soul beings in another lifetime and remember when it wasn't idyllic. And you're fighting against, well, why is what I see now not what I remember, and I'm uncomfortable, and I'm angry, and I don't know why. And you can go and find out what it is, resolve it, 
from the perspective of that other lifetime. And then I always take people, after we've really experienced the life, we go through the death experience and find out what all of that was about. But then right after, I find out, okay, let's negotiate with you of today and the you of then. And what do we choose to leave back there? What do we choose to leave forward? And what are we going to resolve? So that that's between the different aspects of the spiritual self and coming to a better resolution and determining how much of this do I want to carry forward and how much of it do I give back to that other self, say thank you for the lesson and I'm moving on. Just amazing. I don't know why I think of this, but again, before I continue, Laverne E. Denyer is our guest. And for those just tuning in a little late or turning on their radios or their computers a little late, uh, go to LaverneDenyer.com and, uh, and, and uh, check, check out the website there. And also uh, look, uh, look for uh, our past shows and binge listen to everything that we've done here. Frank McKay here with Laverne E. Denya Zarate is uh, our very special guest once again. I, Laverne, there, and this almost sounds silly, but the first time I, I ever heard about reincarnation, uh, I was a very, very young child, and I, uh, I was watching a movie, and it was a comedy, and it was Laurel and Hardy. And, uh, and I don't know, it was just you know on some Sunday morning or something, and there was a there was a, a situation where Oliver Hardy, he's the heavier set of, of the two, he crashed in an airplane, and Stan Laurel is uh, is walking by, you know, uh, you know, with his, uh, you know, like a hobo type, and he's walking by, and he's called over by a horse, and the horse has a hat on and a mustache, and and the horse is Oliver Hardy. And someone explained to me, maybe my mother, I don't know if you've ever seen this episode, but it's uh, Oliver Hardy as as a reincar- reincarnated into a horse. And I, 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 of course, as a very young child, didn't understand what was there. But I remember my mother explaining to me uh, that it was reincarnation. What they're talking about is reincarnation, that he was reincarnated into, uh, into a horse. And it was such a... A bizarre thought for uh, for me, and you know, to me, it it just uh, it, you know it 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 needed more explanation than that, and it's always fascinated me since then. So I guess it doesn't matter where you learn a concept or or first hear about a concept, but it's the following up, it's the intellectual curiosity that I think is important to do. Uh, first of all, did you ever see that? Uh, that movie, or did you ever hear about that? I don't remember seeing that one. It sounds fascinating. There's, they were so brilliant. They were. But, but they, yeah, they truly were. Imagine they had a reincarnation reference at the end of a movie, and and it was, you know, to me it was it was stood out like why would he be a horse? Why would he? But why <laughs> why would we come back in in another form? And you kind of touched on this uh, a bit, but why? What would what would cause us, our souls, our uh, our inner beings, to come back as uh, as something else? And and you have to 
touched on this, but if you can go a little more into why something like that would happen. Well, Eastern thought is that according to who, how you were living your life, let's say you were slothful, you were you ate too much, you were not clean about yourself, they might think that you would come back as a pig and experience that and then have to work yourself way back up to being human again. Or um, if you might come back as a bird to learn that freedom and that flight and then maybe come back, work yourself back to a lifetime and maybe one of the Wright brothers was at one time a bird. <laughs> Why they were real, you know, really interested in flight, you know, something of that sort. There are several different Eastern philosophies that do look at it that way as to either your last thought. Some of the Native uh, Americans think your last thought determines what you will be next. And so there are different philosophies that really believe that you aren't always human, that you move back and forth. My experience, what I've been taught, is you may start out um, as consciousness in an animal or something inanimate, but then once you become human, you continue coming back as human. And so who knows who's right? I know what I've seen and what I tend to believe based on that, but I'll find out when we get on the other side. Do you want to check with me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it's fascinating. The whole subject is fascinating. Also, uh, you know, let us also uh, keep in mind that uh, that other than say like a turtle or or or, or something, uh, a parrot, uh, most lifespans of uh, of animals are, are much shorter than that of humans. So, uh, for somebody. You know, let, let's let's say if someone subscribes to the idea that uh, that you could come back to something. Let's say um, uh, that you've uh, you've felt imprisoned your whole life and that you've just never taken any chances and you stayed in a little room and, and just never left out of that uh, out of that room. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, that would be a good argument uh, for somebody to have come back as a bird. By the way, a bird could live three years in the wild. They could li live less than that. Uh, in uh, in the wild, or it could you know, I, I guess. Or the parrot can live eighty, a hundred years. Right. Um, before I leave, it's important to know that we choose our parents, and our parents choose us. We negotiate in the ethereal realm, and we make a compact with our parents or the ones that we will have the greatest contact with. For instance, for um, ones that get separated from their parents or, or orphans, orphans or taken out into foster homes. But we create that covenant so that our parents can teach us the skills for the lessons that we want in a lifetime. And then we teach them lessons, either intolerance or whatever it may be. And so that's really important to know. It saved me so much pain when I realized that I had made a covenant with my parents for very specific purposes. And then I could really let go, let God love them for doing what I had asked them to do. 
And that's something a lot of people don't really understand about this process. Yeah, that's uh, wonderful. It's uh, you're you're very you're very much about clarity, and uh, in getting people to uh, to clarify their thoughts and their feelings, and uh, that's why you're you're great at what you do. And uh, again, Laverne E. Denyer Zarate has been our very special guest, and we've been talking about uh, regression therapy. We've been talking about reincarnation, and uh, you know what? Uh, nowadays, even if you're not in Northern California, you could touch base uh with laverne and if you go to lavernedenyer.com it's a, a great place to uh to reach out to her uh laverne any last words before we go uh, yeah this you talked about the changes in zoom i found out i can even do regressions over zoom shock the heck out of me <laughs> i'm so thrilled that i'm able to reach out further to more people and thank you, Frank, for your wonderful inquiring mind. Yeah, same to you and uh, and for everything you do. Uh, Renaissance woman, Laverne E. Denyer is, uh, has been our very special guest and uh, is one of the most fascinating people that you'll ever meet. She is, uh, it, she is involved in so many things from uh, politics. Uh, she's an elected public official, uh, a senator, and uh, she's an author, and she is... Uh, a spiritualist and she is a psychic and uh, and and so many so many things uh an educator i, I the list goes on go to lavernedenyer.com and and read about laverne e denyer zarate frank mckay signing off we'll see you all next time on breaking it down <laughs>